your trip back from France. Uh, go on then and enlighten us. You do that every week anyway to watch Town Gate. You have to go to France every week, don't you? Well, let's not have that. I've already had some abuse from someone that probably Bruce knows. Was Matt Dana in the? Was Matt Dana in the? Was he? In, he was in France, wasn't he? I, th- I think I saw. Was he? Was he? Was he borrowing the chateau? Oh, I don't know. I'll tell you something. The chateau we were in was very nice, but uh, the French, being for the French, were having a strike, so we had to instead of coming back from Toulouse, we had to go by a train, which was a good, you know, twenty, twelve, thirteen hours. Uh, and I had I'm to go through this now. That is quicker than the plane. Or is it? Yeah. Well, it was. Um, it was um, it was really slow from Toulouse to Bordeaux, and then from Bordeaux to Paris, it was really quick. It was super quick, and then um, but uh, we then had to go through uh, Paris, which, by the way, looks like a war zone right now. There are riot police absolutely everywhere. It looked like Town v Bradford. <laughs> I'll be entirely honest. Uh, yeah, so then it was a long old journey home. So I thought I'd distract ourselves talking about that instead. French countryside, very nice. Um, one, of my, one, one of my old workmates always used to bet against Toulouse every week. Oh, he wanted to say really? to lose. No, but he did literally. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making it up. He, he literally would bet against them every week. Akpak Pro's cousin used to play for them. He, he probably did. made a lot of money then. Um, they're all. They're all about their rugby though. Uh, Sai wants. Oh, Sai is, did decide to join us today. He said he wasn't going to. He says, "Can I block the words out and Hurst? It'll be a very short podcast, Simon." Uh, ben says, uh, "Evening, lads." Uh, and Mark, who was a little bit worried, in, graciously sent me something saying that YouTube had kicked us off, saying that it does live still, which is great. So uh, welcome, everybody. Ship filter. We should not be silenced. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Um, that's why they don't, uh, they, they're not able to put the club highlights up because of that, Bruce. Um, so, um, no, not good. I thought that was a good joke. Um, there's, some words, there's, some, there's, some, there's some words that the club keep using that, that like, Highlights, sort of the highlights. And you, 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 you know, you know when Nil? they tweet, you know, you know when they tweet, and then the threads like compressed for a start, and then you have to click to expand the comments. You like, you, you like, you, you sort of your fingers sort of hovering over the button, and you just know that like there's going to be the first thirty-five people are just going to be highlights and swear words and like. <laughs> it's like usually that. me you have uh you have muted this person you have muted this person for me <laughs> I, I have found very recently on x formerly known as twitter i, I don't think anybody for a, their own health should ever really read comments on any posts <laughs> yeah just don't read it it's pretty yeah. it's it'd be pretty useful. you end up down a wormhole you don't want to be down <laughs> So they should have read the comments it? on my tweet last night. I've never had, Sorry so, about I've, never had so many, I've never had so many comments in my life on the one I put on last night. Oh, God. Anyway. I didn't, we tell, we... I didn't see that, Sam. I must have you muted. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing to do, Bruce. John wants John Lewis wants to know if it's going to be doom and gloom tonight. No, it's not, John. We're going to pick on something a slightly better topic. So we're going to discuss the Middle East. Um, and um, and that will be it, and really. And the electoral prospects of the Conservative Party. And also, you know, um, no, we'll we try, <laughs> and then also talking about Aboriginal cheer you in Australia. That would cheer you two up at least, anyway. Can we also discuss the health of the cow that I had for dinner today as well, please? How was it? Was it still mooing? Oh, it was tender. Yeah. It was very, very nice. It's, it's a, a, surpri- a surprise gem in Cleethorpes for a Sunday carvery that we've discovered. And you oh, where is it? You're going to ruin it? No, no. We wouldn't. I would never go there for a carvery. I've never think to go there. The Brewers Fair, and that that sounds. You might you, you think pink no, microwave meals. No, but we we went in the other week with Claire's grandma, and we went back today. The carvery that they do on a Sunday is banging. 
Where's I, I went. I went to? there when I did my when I did my week in a caravan. And can I just say, you know, it's getting cold because Bruce, we can see trouser and not leg from this angle. They actually, it's to cold. be fair, Mike, you you you've, you've ruined not ruined, but you you maybe remember. I was gonna. I wanted to talk about the, the big discussion of the week, and that, that is whether it's time to put the heating on or not. It's on. Because we're on still here. sat in. We're still. We're sat in the cold here tonight. Claire's got a, a blanket over her, and Maisie's sat. Like I say, she's sat watching Wales on S4C in Welsh, um, and she's got why a blanket she, over. Why is she Grandma, not just watching it? Why is she not Grandma, watching it normally? It's not on normal telly, is it? It's not on. UK, it's not on British. Well, English TV. I don't think it will be, won't it? It'll be on no, like ITV Four or something. No, I think anyway, she, 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 yeah, she had a look. It's on Viaplay, S4C, and something else. And and on our French telly, Viaplay wasn't working tonight. Grandma's bought some shortbread rounds today that she didn't want. So I'm going to sit and demolish that. I will try and mute myself while I'm eating it. Hang on, um, hang on, hang on. Right. I, either it's Christmas really early or they've been in a cupboard for a long time because that's a Christmas scene. But Claire's grandma, right? She's, she's, you know, our old people sort of. They, they, they say what they see, right? Literally, as an example today, as an example today, you don't need to do that. Um, <laughs> on the, uh, we were walking out the pub and she went, she went to me, that man leaves a lot of room, doesn't he? Grandma, you can't say that, it'll be smack me. But that he's man needs a lot of room. <laughs> but, she's, but look how far from the table he's sat. Yeah, Grandma, he can't get any closer. Just, just, just shut up and just go out. The, just we've had a nice dinner. Don't ruin it. Anyway, I, the biscuits, I, I, I wasn't there. The, I have checked the biscuits, Mike. I must say that that are... was that was that was better than I thought it was going to be, Bruce. When you see old person says something they don't say, my mind immediately goes to some racial stereotype that we shouldn't. <laughs> it's where, where no, I was that's, worried. That's that the old was people going. you knock around with, mate. That's your that's your conservative friends. <laughs> um, no, God, Bruce never goes there. Well, it was easy, wasn't it? I, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's, if it's factually correct, but I'm guessing it probably is. Mm. Um, well, Sam is <laughs> our resident old person, isn't he? Thirty first of May, twenty twenty four, Mike. That's not oh, that's bad. Something. But they were definitely from last year, and they're unopened. They are the, the foil is still, yeah, they're still sealed. Anyway, forty three k on the clearance aisle. Enough about the biscuits. Oh. Let's move on to the real shit. Steve McDade to? wants to. Steve McDade wants to really come in on it. Heating on, it's still 29 degrees for me. Do you know what, Steve? When I was in Toulouse, it was 32. And I was, I've was i come back and I got back and it was peeing down with rain at Heathrow. Um, evening, gent, says Tom. After yesterday's game, I also think, well, we'll get to that. I've jumped on that one too quickly. And Richard Young wants to, you know, have a go at us here. Four white men discussing political issues. GB News, baby. Look, hey, I'm just saying they've got a more diverse cast than we do. Go and play with your men in Lycra, youngie. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, he's got a fa- he's got a fetish. Because we haven't got like we're not wearing lycra. He won't be interested in anything we've got to say or do. Oh. <laughs> well, Grimsby Town played a game of football, and we uh, are contractually obliged to talk about it. Oh, Ben Bristow, very good. Gy News, well done. Yes, that's that was very good. Do we yep. have a contract? Uh, <laughs> I haven't signed it. With it. I haven't signed anything. In fact, we do. <laughs> well, this piece of paper says you have. It's one of those. It's one of those assumed contracts. Is it? Is, is it two hours in Barrack? Um, Jane says, uh, "Evening, lads. What a lovely warm night in Crete." Don't say that, Jane. You can you can piss off, Jane. If that list. You must. That's... You, Jane. You should have far better things to do in Crete on your holiday than to, at this time of night than sit and listen to us. Didn't you come on but, the podcast welcome, when you were on welcome. holiday? Shut up! I probably did. Yeah, true. Um... Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> well, shall we? Um, 
should roll we roll VT. VT and then come back and talk about it? Take it. Take a seat. That your your uh, your session is going to begin in a moment. Open wide for some soccer. And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at double one three zero. Go. Double one three zero. I don't think I've ever wanted to be in a stand more than my life around there. They're going crazy. Hey, they got fancy here. They've been fish flying about. Them. There's no tomorrow. What a magnificent piece of football! A really, really good job. You can't make it straight for that. Cheers, my son's crying. Nice one. Uh, um, Town played a game of football and did what they're pretty much used to doing now at the moment, which is losing. And the heat is turning up from everywhere. So this is your space to chat to us, put your thoughts in. Nuanced would be appreciated, uh, but it felt very much of a a hotter um, social media night yesterday uh, than usual. And I saw quite a few heads suggesting time may be up for Mr. Hurst. Uh, I wasn't there, but I did watch it on the telly um, on my £140 dodgy stream, whatever I'm accused of, uh, and uh, was able to watch it. I'm joined by Mike, Sam and Bruce. Uh, Sam and Bruce both uh, enjoyed their time in the uh, in Blundell Park. Um, enjoyed. And, yeah, enjoyed. Oh, yeah. 14 hour round trip from setting off from my flat in London to getting back for that. 14 hours, a complete day of my life I'm never going to get back. should stop doing wow. it, really. Never. It's not a full day, Sam. Yeah. Might as well be. It's a long way back on that bloody train. No, mate, to be fair, mate, to be fair, fair, uh, fair, I know we take the piss out of each other, but fair play for the efforts and the lengths that you go to watching them. It's yeah, it's hard. almost like you don't have any work to do. Um, Nick Oi. says, <laughs> Nick says, was the contract fast-tracked past Sam like those COVID ones? Uh, we don't talk about that. Sam didn't have anything to do with them. Can we please? Uh, so Grimsby Town is depressing me enough at the moment. Can we please not make bring politics into it? Otherwise, I, I, I may need some therapy after this. It's bad. Oh, I had a great intro. I had a great introduction for Sam, didn't I? I've got to do it again. So Mike is here in the show. Welcome, Mike. Great to have you along. Uh, down in deepest artist Sutton. Finally preparing himself as Grimsby Town pull out either Ebbsfleet or Slough to attend a Grimsby Town game for the first time in two years. Uh, we are joined as well by Bruce, uh, the club historian and archivist of greatest natures. Uh, Bruce, great to have you along. How are you? Thanks, mate. Um, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I won't talk, I'm, I'm all right. Thank you. And Sam Barrick, the man who got 6.5% in the city council elections at the University of Hull, is here as well. Sam, nice to see you. How are you? You've been looking up when I was a paper candidate at university. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, we have, I was, yeah. I was, a paper candidate, I was a paper candidate in 2019 as well. I did worse in 22 than I did How in How many votes did you get? Oh, I did. I got I studied Ings Ward in 2019. I got, I got over 200 votes, actually. I beat the Lib Dems. He, he doesn't um, like that Holly Burton, I tell you. I, I know her. I know her. I went to university. Well, she she, 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 she's a couple of years above me at university. <laughs> Slam we all remember the people face. that beat us up. <laughs> that, well, anyway, that's the last. That's the last of the joys uh, that we have. 
um, really. Um, Sam wanted to go first, and I think we should, because this man has seen... Sam, what games have you actually missed this season? You went to, you know, Spain. You've been to, you know, the Wirral, missed, for goodness sake. I missed the League Cup game against Mansfield. Apart from that, oh. I've done... I've done all the other, um, but no, I was gonna. I wanted to go first on the on the. I mean, depends how you want to. I was gonna kind Let's of just do it. Pace. Let's do it. But, I haven't even booked a guest from Stockport. Should we go straight into her? Should we go straight into Hurst then? Because that was that was the kind of premise of wanting to go first. That I. Well, it's what Luke Waterfall case, do. Put the case for Hurst, and then the rest of you can kind of come back at me because I, I think it's going to be a, um, a pretty. I think I'm going to be sort of Britain between nineteen. June 1940 and May 1941 here, um, standing alone. Should we not do the game first? Because that quite leads in to it, doesn't it? Okay. Yeah, game, we then. lost. Um, right, Sam. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 okay, I'll, talk, I'll talk about it. What do you want me to do? Um, we lost. Um, so this is going to get me a stick. I thought, honestly, it wasn't pretty by any stretch of the imagination. It was pretty poor quality football, but I think that's League 2 football for you. Um, it was turgid. There was not, but we prior to the red card, and I know I'm going to. Are you going to? People criticise Hurst for saying this, but I actually agree with the analysis that prior to the red card, we were the better side, if you like, of two pretty abject-looking League Two sides. Um, we've had two. Harry Clinton's had that great chance where the keepers made the so the, the last-ditch tackle. Uh, Danny, there's been the ball across from Malachi where East has not quite get there, and the standout chance is that one that East has somehow put over, which is kind of. Jordan Maguire drew at Chesterfield-esque level of bad miss. Um, and then the goal, and then once again, uh, which is a recurring pattern for us now, in my view, and I think, I, even I think it's fair to draw this conclusion now, we don't respond well to adversity. So Waterfall, I think, has shown, it looked a softer second yellow, but I can see why he sent him off. Don't think he can argue too much. Uh, probably showed that as a League Two defender, Waterfall's days are perhaps numbered. Um Concede that, and then we almost immediately concede a really good strike, which, from my position, the main stand looks pretty. It was going, it was going in the moment it left his boot, and at that moment, knew it was done basically because our ability at the end to contrast from the end of the conference season and the start of last season when we went a goal down, and you were kind of like, oh, right, we'll come back. We've got a lot of mental resilience and uh, and a kind of enough goldeners to kind of fall back on. Uh, this season just doesn't resemble anything that you'd naturally associate with a Hurst side. We're mentally fragile, we're defensively vulnerable, um, and we we lack leadership. We uh, this where, where at this point in time you need someone like Disley or Grovesy or somebody who's going to kind of cajole us into something. But we just seem to lack. It, it falls like a pack of cards. It's like watching a latter-day Arsene Wenger team where they were pretty to watch when it went wrong. It, it all it all collapsed spectacularly. Um, and that's the biggest concern for me, that that you can now say that pretty conclusively. And given the options on the bench, given the players who have got out injured who may come back, I don't see that changing before January. That's a separate issue to the Hurst issue as well. But I, I think it's fair to kind of really lay into them on that, 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 that we struggle mentally and we're not up to we're not up to kind of coming back to teams. I think it's one point from losing positions all season, which is just not good enough. It's an interesting one. And Sam, it's really appreciated that you come on and have that thing. And we'll have a proper chat about the Hurst stuff in a minute, I guess. I think that's probably the best thing to do. Bruce, you were there as well. Um, what were your thoughts? Your picture, I did tweet it. 
in the second half, the lower Smith's bar looked absolutely rammed. Is it usually like that, or was that a rare? I know we get occasionally get a lovely picture or so from for the goals when they do go in because apparently they do. Um, but um, is it usually that busy? Not in that weather. It's it, there are a few that stay in there. Um, you know, normally get a, a dozen or so. Um, you know, the game's all right. People that are just having a pint and and, and watching the football. Um, you know, it's on the tellies. Um, but yesterday, you wouldn't know that half time had finished and the second half had started. Uh, it was just, and I just think it shows the appetite of the fans to want to go out and and watch the game. And I just, yeah, I think that just it just yesterday the. The performance was a performance that we've seen a lot already this season and a few times towards the end of last season. I know we had those three wins that projected us from 16th, was it, up to tw- up to 10th or 11th. Um, but yeah, it, it just it was just a, a performance that we've seen, like Sam says, you know, I thought Sam spoke really well. It, it, it was a performance that we've seen on so many occasions. And I tweeted last night, I can't tell you, you know, irony aside of, you know, dropping points and things like that, losing from winning positions. I can't tell you as a fan watching at the moment, a part of our game that's going well. Unless anybody can think of something that, you know, I, I think we, we look devoid of energy. We look devoid. I know confidence plays a part, but we look devoid of energy. The tactics, I, I'm no tactical genius by a long shot. I'm just a supporter that's, you know, watched a lot of football over a lot of years now. And we just seem to pass it along the back. The opposition quite happy to let us do that. And then we go to the right-hand side. We'll pass it out to the wide right, uh, either the either the right, depending on whether we're playing four at the back or, or three, but we'll play it to the right, the defensive wide right player. They'll play it down the line. And you see a lot of this, especially obviously where, where I sit, as you're attacking the Osmond, they're right in front of you. They'll come down and there'll be two or three, two of our players out wide. It'll get shut down because they either haven't got the confidence. There's none of the central midfielders rarely are available in the middle. And they turn around and Fete gets slated for it. And we go back to the centre-backs or the right centre-back, right back, whatever you like, across the back line. Opposition, happy to let us have it. And we just repeat that. And, and I can't remember more than one or two occasions a game, and certainly not yesterday, where anybody in the midfield, and bearing in mind that we play with three in the centre of midfield, runs and carries the ball forward. Everything through everything that we do goes out wide. And then if we look up, if we do manage to deliver a cross, we've got one or two in the box. I just don't see what we're trying I don't see what our identity is. I don't see how we're how we're trying to score goals. And like I say, I'm just a supporter. I'm not a, an expert, but it just looks the whole thing looks and feels fundamentally wrong and broken. And we've tried to play this new identity. Let's go back to, I mean, I, I know it was a good performance. The one I tweeted this morning at Stockport, you know, players running through the middle of the pitch, two of those goals. We've got two or three of the midfielders breaking into the box. I mean, I think three midfielders scored that day, last season. Yeah. Um, you know, breaking into the box to get there. They want to be on the end of it. They want to be there. Whether they're told not to, we've got Conte. Conte looks great on the ball, but really he's just another defender. Yeah. He's, he's sat in front of the defence. He's not creating anything. Uh, I, I just, it just looks completely wrong and broken. And I, and I don't see how they're going to turn it around. And I'll let somebody else speak for a minute now. 
No, we, could actually right. play that. We, we could basically play that team we played at Stockport last season, apart from Crokham, Smith and Ryan Taylor. I think everybody else who played that day is still here. I think Peppel so, put the ball in for the, for the third goal, didn't he, for Hunt? <laughs> Peppel. Peppel. Peppel, bl- Peppel will play your part. Well, what's he doing? Can we get him back? Hey, he's, on loan at, he's, on, he's on loan at Bromley, mate. He's um he, he's busy. They get all they deserve. They do. Um, he's he's but, getting he's getting fit by running around Andy Woodman. On that thing about the <laughs> midfield, I mean that, that's the thing. I'd, Harry Clifton's gone back to being the Harry Clifton I remember, and I don't mean that in a good way. I mean that in the conference midfielder whose inadequacies uh, mean that he doesn't pack it as a League Two midfielder. He looks drained of confidence. He's he's low on energy, and frankly, if Harry Clifton's low on energy, what's the point of him? So I'll let Mike go because I had a long go beforehand, but I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, I, I don't think either of you are are wrong in the slightest. I think Sam's right. I'm watching that game and I'm thinking if we're better, which we obviously weren't, we win this game. And that's the frustrating thing from really early on in that game. You could see the reason we weren't dominating the way I would like us to against Akron and Stanley at home is because there was too much wrong on the pitch. I first, I think the selection at the minute is is crazy. I, I don't, for the life of me, know why Luke Waterfall plays when Niall Mar is is fit. I think, Mar- I think that goes back to the, that's the leadership thing. He's got no leaders, and he thinks that Waterfall's better, a sort of somebody. Yeah, well, to, it, to do it, that. it's all, it's I, all I think, well and good that- having a leader on the pitch, but when you're shipping goals and getting yourself sent up, sent off then you lose the argument about him being a leader. I'm sorry. I like Luke Waterfall. I don't think it's any um, sort of stain on anything that he's done for us. But to pick him over our best centre-back at the club, in my opinion, is is ridiculous. I think that causes issues. We've said for weeks when when we've got the ball at the back or when we're defending, he's, elite. he's, a, he's a weak link. And I think that showed on Saturday. I think you're right about Harry. He had one of his worst games I've ever seen him have with the ball. It was ridiculous. And I think all that was was obvious really early in that game. And there was absolutely nothing done to change that. Bruce is right with how we play. There's nothing sort of through the middle of the park. It's all backwards, backwards and round. And during that game, the middle of midfield, there's nothing happening. Right. So they're not coming through the through the midfield and we're not using it. So why the hell we've got three players in there? I don't know. Right, we've been playing two up front. It's looked all right. I don't know why we've gone back to this three in midfield. So that that shocked me. And you know, when when teams are devoid of confidence, devoid of ideas, they collapse. And that's what you saw. You saw apparently our our leader making a silly challenge, knowing he's on a yellow card, out on the out on the wing, making that challenge, getting sent off. And then it's a matter of when are they going to score and how many they're going to score. And that is a complete capitulation. And all that was avoidable by making some in-game changes, tweaking it, and taking the players off that are having a bad game and putting some other ones on. I, it's just, I have no idea at the minute, after the last sort of week week or so in that period where we lost some goals, some games, I have no idea what we're trying to do. Honestly, I don't. No idea. I think we're probably trying to play a bit more attacking. Listening to Paul Hersey said last season we're a little bit of an underdog and now we're trying to be more on the front foot. But we don't look like we know how to do that. So it's all well and good trying to do that. But if you haven't got the players with the confidence or the ability to do that, you cannot do that. And yesterday was sort of the moment of realisation for me that I don't think this team is good enough to do the things 
that we and the management want it to do. It's just not good enough. That, you watch that, and the solution, and it's just not good and enough. And the solution to that is, so the players aren't good enough to do what the manager wants, and the solution to that is get rid of the manager. Uh, I don't follow that logic. Well, let's well of go course, through, if, um... if, the man, if, no, so if the manager has selected those players, brought those players into the club to play a particular standard of football or a particular way of football, and he can't do it, that's an issue. And to not identify that he can't do it and change it, like yesterday, that is an issue. When you know you're, when you can see plain to all of us how poor some of that team were, and you don't change it, that's an issue. You just can't see what's in front of you. That's what I'm saying. So, well, quite a few people coming in. So I don't really want to. I mean, less of me warbling on as well. I guess Tim Hubbard says, uh, "Leave early or stay to the end." Thoughts uh, was thought was the latter. By the way. Up until the first goal, it was a stale moment with both sides nullifying each other out. Not pretty to watch. First goal was always going to open the game up. Unfortunately, it wasn't for town, says John Lewis. Joe Turner says, always look on the bright side of life. The pies at Stockport are absolutely banging. Uh, Jack Griffin says, if Stockport, Stockwood and Pettit won't be ambitious, they need to be ruthless. Because in order to be successful, you need to be. Jack, I, I think that's these are very successful businessmen who absolutely understand when they need to be ruthless and when they don't need to be i imagine they try and you know cultivate an an, an environment and an atmosphere to for com- people to think individually and to be and to move on and i think if they when they want to pull the trigger i don't think they'll delay that decision uh i just don't i'm we'll have a chat about it in a bit i'm not sure they're there yet Stephen page says serious question if first goes tomorrow who do we get in we'll go on to that as well grant says it was garbage no idea no ambition no endeavor we have good players probably the strongest squad since 2016 but leadership is lacking all the right notes just not necessarily in the right order john lewis says uh oh yeah good he's replying to jack andrew says until the sending off the game had nil nil written all over it I, I be honest, I'm the pessimist in me, Andrew, said, said that it had one nil Accrington written all over it, to be perfectly honest. After, um, after, that, he, after that, he said Mr. City had a feeling of inevitability. He missed about two. Gonna lose. He missed two. He missed two. He missed two, correct. But that, that's my point. I mean, you're having a different conversation because they weren't going to come back if we scored yesterday. I thought, that, but again, you can put, throw the argument back at the other way and say they were terrible and we still managed to lose. So you can, you can, well, this you, is what. They're two sides of the same coin, I think, that argument. What Mark Walter says, he says, being the better side in that game is comparable to being the better panadem- pa- pandemic between the bubonic plague or the Spanish flu. Uh, That's why Nick I kind Wilson... of, well, inverted commas for anyone who's listening tomorrow. <laughs> I put better in inverted commas as opposed to better. because I wasn't saying we played like Pride Barcelona. Uh, Nick Wilson says, I think one uh, once Mar is fully back and him and Rogers will get back to the partnership that was solid at the beginning of the season. Joe Turner says, of all the decisions Hurst has made recently, starting waterfall over Mar is one that I really can't get my head around, completely bonkers. John Lewis says, we aren't being played off the park and it's not pretty at times. Most results were on a knife edge and could have gone either way, which leads me to believe that the future tight games could go our way. Uh, Richard Young says the atmosphere in Blunder Park all season has been 5,000 plus turning up and going through the motions, waiting for a mistake to happen. I've never known it so bad. Richard, I've got to say, actually, I thought the atmosphere yesterday was a lot better, but I'm happy for Sam and Bruce to correct me. But through through the telly, it sounded a lot better yesterday and the fans were were, were going for it. Am I incorrect? It was, it was flat in the main stand. That's the word I would use to describe it, flat. Fine. Have they maybe moved a microphone, Carlo? Sir? I think you probably heard the drum and then thought, assumed that there was an atmosphere. There was a drum at, at the Osman end. I don't know if it, I think it might have been theirs. Um, oh, but, okay. Uh, 
Well, it wasn't. It wouldn't be like the club to be, you know, take the initiative and do what we suggest and use the opportunities when they've got thirteen away fans to, you know, put put a bit of an atmosphere in the Osman like we were suggesting. The Osman was quite full yesterday. I don't know if there was some free tickets or what, but there, there, there was. It must have been our section of it was a big crowd. Our, our yeah, section was... of fifteen hundred. Sam must have had what three hundred empty seats, maybe four hundred. Yes. Something that we were back above six and a half thousand, and that's barely any of them. So the kind of notion that people were bored at Barrow when we had a one-off bad attendance against Barrow that was bollocks. Um, regarding people not not turning up, that so itself attendance was... is the only thing I can say, Sam, is the attendances are getting very similar to Lincoln's now. That's all I'm saying. Um, um, Richard, you have to says... stop next week. There's no issue yeah. with attendances. No, exactly. The best way to be a leader is to lead it by example on the pitch, says Richard. And Waterfall played because of his height, says John High. He's two inches taller than uh, Mar. There are loads more, and we'll try our best to go through them all, and we'll try and not, you know, give everyone's thoughts. Yesterday, I was expecting a performance from the team. Uh, it's quite clear that there's been quite a bit of, you know, rigmarole going on in the background. A lot of people had already decided pre this game where they stood on on Paul Hurst. And there was quite clearly an opportunity to to take advantage of Accrington Stanley. And I just didn't see it. And it was that lack of fizz and desire and fight that really has me worried. And is one of those conversations where you go, has he lost the dressing room? I don't think he necessarily has. But at the same time, I, if if that's a person, and we I hear this quite a lot, if you want to work with Hurst and players come here to work with him, you are not putting up a solid defence of his job at the moment and you are turning up the heat on him by playing as you did, which is really poor. And, and, and Paul Hurst can turn around and he can rightly say, look, Issa puts that in from six yards, it's absolutely fine. But there is nothing in... And we can't take the one game in, in isolation because I don't think that's fair on anyone. But we're a quarter of the way, we're over a quarter of the way through the season, and we are four points off the relegation zone, and we are as bad as in terms of results wise as those down there at the at the moment. And um, when we're now getting to the easier games, as we 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 say it, um, who's to say we will actually pick up the points? Because the argument has always been when we play the lesser teams, we're actually not that great. Um, so what are we what are we going to go to? I don't think yesterday's performance was as terrible as some are saying but i think it was still pretty awful and i'm i think it's exactly the same as the barrow game i think it was ju- just the result that changed it and i wasn't happy after the barrow game either could i just say something about performances and things i think pe- people i think I put, I put something out yesterday about this is that division 4 football is not and never has been great quality but to be entertained you're not on about tippy tappy passing football you're on about sustained pressure getting the ball in the box and intensity of players you know that's sort of what I think we mean when when we when we mean entertaining we want something to be watching that we're enjoying and more and more yesterday is a good example is I'm you know enjoying that's just boring there's no there's no intensity there's no hard running some of them honestly I don't they're not running as hard and that that's just a problem that has been on for quite a while now. And it comes to a point where we you can't just keep saying it's bad luck, it's bad luck. You know, for example, if we took our chances, we said earlier, well, how long have we said if we took our chances? You know, comes a point you have to say, maybe we've got an issue with scoring. You know, it's not it's not a case of we're just unlucky all the time. It's a pattern. So I guess that... I... I... So, sorry, Alex. 
No, go ahead. I just don't think the performances have been... I mean, yesterday after the red card was terrible. I'll accept that. But I thought we played well at Tranmere the previous week. We weren't very clever against Barrow. I didn't think we played badly against Swindon. I thought we were unlucky to not come out of that with a result. Um, Crawley was a bit of a freak in my view. And then you go back to and Wrexham, we got beat by a side. We've got 10 times the budget. And before that, half-time at Bradford, we all thought it was the real deal. So, and that was just over a month ago. So I, I don't, I mean, I don't think that things are as bad as some are making out. I don't think that Hurst has lost the dressing room by any stretch <coughs> of imagination. I think players are low on confidence. But that's fairly clear to see. You can see some players are really struggling. Um, Conte and Harry, I think, two who I'd pick out there who are, who are struggling for confidence. Um so, so I, I don't. That's why I don't think it's time to pull the trigger yet. Because, I, but there is an argument that I'm sure one of you will will, will throw that Hurst Hurst goes on Hurst sides go on long bad runs, and we struggle to turn them around. Now in the conference yeah. season we got away with that uh, because of the, the playoff system, but you could say in the league you must, and it's going to be harder to turn it round. Um, but. Still, don't think it's time. Anyway, sorry. Okay, carry on. I think the thing, what you've what you've talked about there, the, the performances. Most of the games that you've said we've played all right in have been away. And is that because uh, you know we set up like an away team at home? We've talked about yeah, a lack one, of. Yeah, we won away, talk, away. We completely we won away. Losses, we haven't won away, but like you say, you say we played all right. We played all right at Tram here. Somebody's just put that the twenty first in the league, and you know which is which is. Correct or well, yeah. but at the same time but, with the tram thing to try and be devil's advocate is they had just they had got rid of the pro- the problem that they believe, which was Mickey Mellon, and they'd made a change. And granted, it was Nigel Adkins, but it was still a change. And p- teams tend to get a post match post managerial bump, don't they? You know, that's what we'll be yeah. hoping for if we if we were to you know get yeah. rid of her. I don't and think there's, the last two home think... games before that as well. They weren't they weren't as bad as people. Have, I mean, they didn't play great. I mean, we should have won the game, but they weren't they weren't like the disaster that. That people are making them out to be. And away games, the games then plus. And away games generally a tougher game than a home game. You know, it, it, historically, you know, going away doesn't matter whether they're where, where they are in the league. If they're low down, they're scrapping for points. You know, if they're higher up, then then they're a decent side. But but what you're, I'm not really bothered about that. But what you're saying, like you say, what you're saying is though that we played well at Bradford and we did. I don't disagree with that. We, again, our inability to kill a side off cost us. Um, you know, Swindon, we played well. Um, but you, you know, you're saying we played well at Swindon, played well at Tra- played all right at Tranmere. We're not talking about many home games where we played well, and and that's when we're probably expected to to go for it a bit. And 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 that's that's and that's you know that's what we seem to be seem to be not doing, isn't it? Or, or we can't do. I, I just it just I don't know. I don't know where the turnaround's coming from. I don't see how no, you know how, how you can coach. How you can coach a, you know, I, I, a 27-year-old yeah. forward that you've signed to suddenly... I, I know Podge, you know, banged in all them goals when he dropped down a level, but we're not talking about players that have dropped down a level. And do you know what? In the interview yesterday after the game, I don't know if... Did you all hear the interview? Yeah. Heard it now, side. yeah. Accrington... And we've, we, he's, he's done it so often over the years. Accrington have got some good players. They were in League One last year. Yeah, they finished fucking bottom four. You know, they, they, don't tell me how good their players are. You know, I don't want to know that. I, you know, big us up. Our players are good. You know, 
are they getting the motivation that they need? Are they are they getting the right sort of, you know, you know, you imagine going in on a Friday and, and I mean it might not be the case, but all right, lads, come on, we're going to win tomorrow. But Accrington are good. You remember when it used to be? Oh, Woking have got some good players and uh, and Braintree. Oh, bloody hell, that lad that plays up front for Braintree, he's a good player. You know, that's we've we've always who, been. Who we beat? Who we beat to go up? So whatever it's Sam, is an example, but but we just I don't know. I just it well, just, that's a good that's a good point, good. Bruce. Is that so? We're already saying. Look, when there's a slide, Paul Hurst is terrible at arresting it and changing it around, and maybe those sort of words, like as Sam, you know, you know, if he's saying that stuff complimentary about the other team, it's not it's not exactly the. I don't really want to get to the point. I think a lot of you, have, a lot of you, seen that Dorking manager's response yesterday today about losing to Horsham in the Farrow and Ball derby. Um, I'm not really, I'm not really sure I'd want a manager like that. But it's certainly a different sort of response, isn't it? In terms of, you know, geeing up the players, getting a reaction. I just don't, I just don't see the team playing for him at the moment, and that's the worry. And I just don't think we've got much character, and it feels like everyone's going through the motions. And I see a lot of similarities between the start of this season and the start of the season we got relegated when we you know played well against Cheltenham and and blew them out of the water at their place and we'd had a good couple of performances but ultimately we were just saying it's just not going our way Aurora Edwards is pretty decent you know we're getting down the wings we're, we're giving them we're making them ask questions but ultimately the character of the team is not there and I think when you get when the football is as shit as it is in division four character goes for a lot of it and it's why Paul Hurst has been successful getting us out of non-league and also you know in general with the club well, I think to change it he's going to have to go back to basics we've, we've talked about people have mentioned tonight that we've tried to play a different kind of football we've tried to be a bit prettier we've tried to play a little bit higher up this season I think he's going to have to and I think he will now because I don't think the owners are like now is go back to basics a little bit. We're going to have to defend close to our goal. We're going to have to uh, put fewer men fewer men further up. We're going to have to um, we're going to defend deeper, play backwards more, um, and generally be more conservative, I think, because that's the only way. Because it's clear that the defenders are not good enough um, to play this, this the way he's trying to play at the moment and keep clean sheets. I mean, the last two, last, what is it? Two goals yesterday, two goals on Tuesday night, two goals at Tranmere, uh, one goal against Barrow, two against Swindon. That is not the, that is not representative of a standard Hurst team, and he's going to have. I think he's going to have to try and make us more solid because I'm pretty sure he'll be given the opportunity still to try and turn it around. But he's going to have to change something, isn't he? We had four shots on target yesterday, and if we're conceding two goals, there's not many teams score with fifty percent of their chances. Yes, all their shots on target. We should have had more shots on target. I, I agree, but but as well yesterday, when we did play it forward, when we have played with the one up front in the games that I've seen, we've played a lot better when we've got somebody close to Danny Rose. We're kicking the ball for Danny Rose to go for flick-ons, and he wins his fair. He wins more than I can remember one of our forwards. I think he wins more more. He wins more than Taylor, than, right? Than, than Ryan Taylor yeah. did, and Ryan Taylor was okay. And he flicks it on, and he flicks it on to no one. What's the point in that? There's nobody near him. We had a couple of games where we managed to get Harry quite close to him, and as the ball was coming over, Harry or another of the centre midfielders was running past him in the hope that he would win the flick on. All right, sometimes the defender headed it away, and we had to turn and we had to reset. But 
but he's what's the point in in in, head, in, in Danny Rose winning a header so it goes to their their, their centre back or through to the keeper? Well, One thing what's I the just point in that. I, I, I heard him saying it on like you know you've you've all alluded to it saying we're trying to play better pretty football. I I haven't seen that. I haven't seen pretty football. I've seen Issa twatting it in from thirty yards out. I've not seen pretty styles of play. I've seen relatively similar to last season, just a lot of confusion when they get into the final third. I haven't we've seen had more, tricky. We've had more. We've had more possession of the ball. Gillingham. But what does that? But, yeah, but come on, Sam. No, I'm sorry, Sam. That's total bullshit. Possession means fuck all. Yeah, that's what that's, back, that's what pretty. It's... That's what prettier football means, though. Trying to play more. No, football. it's not because uh, do you know what? Me and Bruce are old enough to remember pretty football when Alan Buckley was here, who was possession-based football, and lots of people were critical of that as well because it was side to side. It was a hell of a lot more effective and better than that because it had a bit of speed to it, had a bit of pace, it had runners going forward. It doesn't have that at the moment. All I see is us having possession because we have it in our fine in our back third, passing it along the back line. And their defenders go, Do you know what? I'll read the fucking newspaper because I know when you get to the final third, you will all collectively shit your pants. And you will have no way of getting through because you're as thick as fucking pig shit. And that's what seems to be happening. I don't see a pretty style of football. I don't see any of that. And I'm sorry for shouting, but that's what I'm seeing at the moment. I don't see pretty style. I think he's, again, Paul Hurst usually sees the same game I see. But yesterday he was talking out of his ass. You, you can have as much as the football as you want. You can have as much as the football as you want. But if you don't do anything with it, it's pointless. And I think we going back to the point I made a minute ago, I, I think we're conflating pretty football with attacking on the front foot football. Yeah, it doesn't have to be pretty, but you have to be pressurising the team you're playing, getting the ball forward, creating chance, getting it in the right area and having some intensity with how you play. And at the minute, we have none of that. We have, we're knocking it around and then going nowhere. Right. I don't mind watching a team play football that involves Diagonal balls getting getting hold of the ball in the final third and putting some pressure on, and I don't think anybody would, you know. We without going back to it, but we talk about Russell Slade. You know, some people complained about the poor football in his second season, but I tell you what, most people didn't because it was winning, and that's the thing. You know, I I don't mind as getting the ball in the final third and having less of it because we we've we've got into more attacking positions. Have as much as the football as you want, but it means naff all if you don't do anything with it, and that's our problem. We get hold of it, we get it into the final third, and what do we do? We don't do anything, right? I think it's, from now on, it is absolutely sacrilege if he doesn't play two men up front, play two more holding midfielders, and just say, right, get the ball into the right areas, get up there, put the ball in the box, and try and create some pressure and score some goals, right? No point playing through a midfield that doesn't want to play through midfield. You know, because when I was watching it yesterday, you've got a flat a flat front five with nobody coming short, nobody going in behind, nothing. It's just a flat five of the midfield and the wingers all pushed up and nothing happening. You know, you, you can defend against that all day. So get the ball up there, get some men in the box and try and score more goals. And accept you're not going to be playing through through players in midfield that don't want to play through. They just don't. Going back, going back to the Russell Slade thing, I, at the time, I, I, I didn't particularly enjoy that style of football with the but but what we what we've got what we've got to remember now with hindsight is that we were only two seasons out of the championship and and, and you know Russell slightly well three seasons probably because he had his first season didn't he but but when he came to the club we were two seasons ago before that we've been in the championship you know we 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 had a huge turnaround of players 
And when I look back now, Michael Reddy would have people off the seats. Bundle Park would be sold out. I you can't know, remember, Bruce. With, can with, you with, remember the last time you saw a player running full pelt with a ball? We were told we were going to have a quicker side this year, weren't we? We signed faster players. Um, no, not really. And and I'll just just to go back to the possession thing, we might have a lot of possession, but as I said at the start, I can't think of us. And, and we say pretty. I think that just means keep possession, doesn't it? But it's not. It doesn't mean. It doesn't mean we're we're making intricate little flicks and. You know the old the older fans will remember people like Tony Reese and you know Gary Childs and Dave Gilbert who would have a bit a bit of intelligence and I, I know they they started off in you know we were in Division Four League Two when when those players were at the club um, I don't know you know I don't know whether players play like that now but but they that was that was pretty football what we what we talk about now is what I said earlier in my opinion it's just us keeping the ball unchallenged across our back line and going out to the the wide right or the wide left and then going back again i don't, I don't I, and then go back again that's a lack, I, I don't, of, that's a lack of that's, that's a lack of confidence isn't it that, that that's that's, our, the, that, that's a lack of confidence in the players i think that, that they just don't or a lack of options i don't that uh, i don't know as they don't, and, and the lack that, and the lacking confidence song. and then you hear paul her say well you know accrington have got a good team but that's worked before that people have thrown that at Hurst for years and it's uh, and it's uh, but often he's right they do have decent they do have decent players and they're, they're trying to stop us so they will have they were in league one last season he, he's right I know people don't like it because it's apparently negative but it's not it's not he's just stating he's just stating the obvious but what's it got to do with anything they got relegated because he, he, he a question about because he because he asked a question about what we were trying to do and they've obviously got some things that he was concerned about I feel like Fiona Bruce right now could I just qualify one thing I said to Bruce? That was my second season following town, so I hadn't had the because I, I came to it late because I wasn't from the area, so I hadn't had no, that no, before. No. So I understand no, what no, you're I saying. Was, I understand what you're saying. saying. But the basic point I wanted to make with that is, Wrexham to me don't play attractive football, right? But I tell I you what, I bet the Wrexham fans are enjoying what they watch, and that's what I mean. Well, yeah, it's exciting. Oh, yeah. Get balls, get balls in the box. Got, and they've got character. They came back from two 0 down yesterday. But what I was, no, I, I was, I was, I was agreeing with you, Mike. Really, that that yeah. I think now, I think now that that first Russell Slade. I mean, don't get us onto the second spell, but that first Russell Slade uh, team, we would be quite happy to watch Michael Reddy, Paul Bolland, Gary Cohen. You know, p- okay. players like that. We, we, we would the Blundell Park with the current atmosphere, uh, on atmosphere. So with the current interest levels. That, that we also need to try and maintain, which I know is difficult, and that's yeah, that's a hard, that's a, that's a tough thing. But that 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 team, I think now, would have people off their seats with Michael Reddy hairing through or Gary Cohen hairing through. So I didn't appreciate it at the time. I thought it was this direct football that you know it wasn't what I'd seen in the, in in my sort of formative you know ten or fifteen years before that watching town. Uh, and I and I look back now and I look at the high, the videos and things like that. We went to, t- you know, we, we murdered teams, we destroyed teams with pure, pure pace and and, and desire and organisation, um, and 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 like I say, I, I just think that this possession thing we talk about is possession in non-dangerous areas. Your turn, Sam. I'm sorry, Sam needs to be taught a lesson right here because he's got a. He he does not meet the rule. The unwritten rule in the podcast is when you're unmute, when you unmute, I know to come to you next. 
So I've just reiterated it in the in the group again, so we're not all talking all over one another. So until you unmute, then I'll come to you. Sam is a serial offender, and I apologise to everyone who had to listen last week to him coughing, spluttering, and spitting all the way through it because he didn't mute. And so I've just gone, Sam, it's your turn because you're unmuted because Mike had unmuted as well. So, Sam, go. You're up to you. So what? So, uh, God, I don't want to look at my, just my face. Please get rid of that, Alex, now. Um, the, the, he has to learn, um, children. Still, I've blocked my eyes like this so I can't see anything. Um, I don't. The thing about you talk about Michael Reddy there, Bruce. Is there a. I haven't seen a player like him in the league. I think the league is naturally very turgid and very difficult to watch. And do you um, know what, Sam? You're right at that because Bruce and I said exactly the same thing last week. So, I, I and I think you, you said to it yourself, didn't you? There were two year, two or three years out of the second tier. So, you kind of, you, you, your perceptions might still have been a little bit off at that point. But to compare us to the kind of Buckley era, I think he's just, football's changed since Alan Buckley's days. The, the kind of disparity in funding between this, even the top and even the second tier of English football it is so vast now that you can't get that level of quality at this level. So I know you're saying we've seen these. But, but because I said Alan Buckley, it doesn't mean that I want this team to play like him. But if Paul Hurst is going to come to us and say we are playing prettier football and it's quite evident we're not, then I'm going to say, look, I've seen pretty football and I've seen it at this division, irrespective of, you know, the differences in class, because granted we had Gary Burtis at one point, that's like Steven Gerrard turning up and playing for us. But, you know, it's the same thing in which you can't say that. And we've seen evidently the football is slow. It's turgid. It's lacking intelligence. It is just not anything for anyone to get excited about, which I think is a problem with the atmosphere at Blunder Park, problem with the atmosphere and numbers going to away games now as well, I would say, as well as the cost of living crisis put on that. I just don't understand how he can say it's pretty football. It's not. It's... I don't think the numbers are dropping that much. We've sold out at Stockport next week. We took 1,100 to... to we took 1,100 to Wrexham. We took, what was it, 700 to Tranmere. 500. Swind was it? If you say so. And we took... It was it 400 to Swindon on a strike day. So... um. Not, I don't think that the away attendance has dropped much scrutiny. I, I, I'm a little bit like, uh, not not a bit like Sam, but I'm, I'm Sam's thing about us needing to reset and go back to, to to accept that this isn't working at the moment with the players with the confidence they've got. I, I'm yesterday. I would, you know, I, I don't think that I don't think that anything's going to happen quickly. That the 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 board will have a, you know, they'll have it in their heads. We've got a we've got a project that we're working on, um, but at the moment it looks miles off working, and it, and it needs a drastic turnaround. I think the only thing that can that can save us from having an even greater problem. Is going back to basics and playing and, and saying this isn't working, and go back to you know a bit more blood and thunder football, and 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 see what and see what happens because, I, you know I think if we stick by this and things don't improve, then it's ultimately going to cost him his job. And I I said originally before Christmas, I think the pressure would be that immense. I, I don't remember this sort of yesterday. Yesterday felt like a turning point. You know, we've all sat and we've looked at the the serial Hurst outers and, and and people like that, 
and yesterday, you find you're agreeing with them, not not necessarily on the, you know the, the, his instant dismissal, which which is feels with the way the atmosphere turned yesterday, like if we don't improve in another three or four games, then it could be it could be coming. But I just I just think we need to we need to go back to basics because yesterday was you know it wasn't just a handful of people; it was a lot of people that that wanting that want to change at the top. So I guess we should go on to that because we were really talking about the game and it's kind of moved on organically. Uh, my opinion is, I'm not, I said yesterday that I think it might be, and if I think if I was in charge of the club, I might well be looking at the options. I think he gets the end of October. I wanted 10 points out of October given the games we've got. So if he can get six points from the remaining three games, I think I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. And I think as long as we're seeing improvements in terms of it, and I know he's got you know, players injured and stuff. So I'm happy for him to have the rest. Of, and I think that's, I think any other manager, you know, Slade, Big Not Jolly, whatever, I'd be saying, right, that's it. He needs to go. We need to make a decision. I think these next three games are the time he gets given for the loyalty and for the, you know, the joys of that we've had. I would like, to, I want to see six points from the next three games. And I don't think that's necessarily an, you know, an over-the-top expectation given we are playing Colchester and Doncaster as well. And, you know, we've played well at Stockport at the past, who we just seem to have their number on. Um, and that's where I, I think... Mean, I, I to lose next season, next week, probably. Well, and then um, and then I just think it's a case of, I think for the, for the owners, I think yesterday might well have been a turning point. And I think they might have had a chat and said, look... What's going on? What can we do? I think the conversation would have more been like, what can we do to help? There's clearly something wrong rather than, you know, you've got three games or you're out. But I would imagine yesterday might well have been the start of a process to look for what the future would look like at this club without Hurst. Um, and I think they might well already have those plans. But I think yesterday might have been that point where they're realistically starting to go, well, would he be interested if that opportunity became available? Yeah, I, I think you're right, and and I'm really torn on this one. Um, and I don't, I don't know where I, I genuinely don't know where I am. But then, I, I think as normally, I'm quite positive about managers, and I usually give them a lot of time. And the fact that I'm even not sure in my my head probably tells me where I actually am. And I think the only reason I'm not sure is because of the it's Paul Hurst and out of loyalty because it's Paul Hurst, which I don't think is a, is a good situation to be in. Um, I would agree with you, Alex, that they, they won't be making a change now. I mean, for anybody to think that's going to happen, I'd be really surprised because that's, they, they don't strike me as knee jerk, but I think you're right. It may start a process of something's happening. We need to change something. It doesn't have to be the manager. It might be something else they change. But for me, the last three games, um, three home games have been a bit of a point where I'm starting to get to the to the place in my head where I don't know how long you can find excuses and find find context or nuance in it because I, that only lasts for for so long. And I was watching yesterday, and I thought selection was a problem, and that's a big red light, and it has been a big red light in the past. I thought in game tactics was a problem, and that was a red light, and it's been a red light for a while not being able to change a game, that was a big red light and it's been a big red light for a problem. And I'm starting to think how how much can you just con continually find an excuse for? 
And if it doesn't change very, very, very soon, I think there's no option. I, I genuinely don't because of the context of the, of the games we've had, the money that's been spent, where we should be. You have to question, and this answer, this question might not be answered yet, is he capable of putting a team together that play in an attacking way? That might be the question. Is he? Is he a player? Is he a manager that maybe is better being more pragmatic or or getting getting things out of smaller squads and things? Is he capable of putting a team together to do that? The answer might be yes, but I'm starting to wonder. And the only reason I'm not shouting from the rooftops for him to be out is I think out of loyalty, and that is never, um, never a good a good place. So you're hurting. No, but but what I won't do is because you are. I'll be honest. It is turning into a little bit of a waffle. <laughs> you know all about that, mate. Is it loyalty, or is it a kind of we know he's turned it around in the past in two spells, and therefore he's earned the rights to benefit of the doubt for a hell of a lot longer than anybody else has? Because we know he can go through these long spells of poor returns on points and come out the other side of it. That that's I don't know if that's the same argument with a kind of a more positive spin on it, but. I, I think that's the that's the reality. The in-game tax one's a funny one because I think we all said at the Barrow, after the Barrow victory, that uh, bringing Mar on to make it a back three and putting two up top probably wins us the game, which was a good piece of in-game management. And that was just two games ago. So I think that's another kind of easy... Yeah, but do you think, though, Sam, I, I, was, I think we've talked about it before in terms of... I don't think he's conservative. I think he trusts the players on the pitch to make the right decisions, which is why he's pointed at them at times recently. But I think yesterday, if he brings two people up front and brings Mar on, I don't necessarily think we have this conversation. I don't think it's as toxic as it is, even if we do lose. Um, and I think, you know, he he is perennially pretty poor at making on, on-field decisions at times. You know, he, it's, it's just one thing. It's one of the reasons why he's managing the fourth division and not higher up. Maybe so. I, I don't think it's as it's as poor as some people make it out to be. I, I make it out to be, but... Um, I can certainly see the case for that. Uh, is there any kind Bruce, of mileage in... Sorry. No. Bruce, what are, you, what are your thoughts on it? Let's go through everybody in terms of... We beat, in, we, we beat, but we beat Barrow in a poor performance. You know, everyone came away and the only real highlight was the, the result. Which, and then we drew at Tramp here. I don't really count the, uh, the Tim Pot trophy. So we went into the, we went into the yesterday's game on the back of... And, and correct me if I've missed a game. Uh, went into yesterday's game on the back of you know two games unbeaten. You'd expect the tails to be up, a bit of confidence, and we had none of that. And he says we were on top. The manager says we were on top, but it really wasn't. I, I wasn't. I didn't feel entertained. I didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't feel. Yesterday we left home. I've, I've brought up a twelve-year-old that's you know a town fan. Like I say, sat down football fan, sat downstairs watching whatever she's watching at the minute. We didn't leave home till half past two yesterday. It felt like a chore going. And the home games feel like that. It, it, it just feels like you're going out of blind loyalty to the to the to the club. Uh, and it and it's just it's just it's just hard. It's just hard work. It's not you're not bouncing down Grimsby Road looking forward to the game. And you can pretty much call what the games are going to be, the home games, how they're going to pan out, what what's going to happen, how we're going to play. And and I, I'm 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 two or three games from needing a change because I, I just like I say, I, I really hope he turns it around like the rest of you. 
I like the guy. You know, some people have a problem with him. I, I, I like the guy. I think he's honest. I think he's hardworking. I don't, no problem at all. I'm really grateful for what, what we've done, what he's done under us. Uh, when you look under the previous, you know, people say, oh, it took him four years to get out. Look at what the other people have done that worked under the previous regime. You know, I don't think that, I don't think that was a, that was a problem. You know, it got us out of the conference, left us well out, you know, with a team that looked like it was on the up. And obviously the next three or four years turned it back around the other way. Um, but I just, I just struggle to see us, unless we change the way we're trying to play drastically or something miraculously changes that hasn't looked there over the last few games. I just struggle to see where this changes. And I, and I, I don't like, like, like Mike, I don't like thinking like that. But, and I really hope we turn it around, but we'll see what happens. I didn't even get an answer then. There's no Hurst in or out or anything. Are we? Is it just, it's an ongoing thing? I, I think the reason that, I think a couple of games and it's got to turn around quickly. Beyond that, I think, I think it goes to, it starts, you know, that if it all goes wrong, it, it, we've got, a, we've got a, a stop put on Saturday. And then you've got, is it Colchester, you say, on Tuesday? Yeah. Got Colchester on Tuesday. If it all goes wrong against, if, if, there's a, if, it's, if it doesn't start well against Colchester, that could be a, that could be a miserable night for all concerned. I, I think the lack of an answer might actually give you the answer. Because ben, it, there wouldn't have been a lack yeah. of an answer in the past. Ben, uh, I'm not having this. Paul's career, is he even capable of being successful in League Two? He was Absolute successful. bollocks. He was successful at Shrewsbury. I'm not having that. That's, and I think, again, I think we have this conversation. Look, if you're if you're Hurst out and you want to, you know, look for other options, that's fine. But I think can we have a little bit more respect for a guy that got us promoted out of the National League twice, got us to the FA Cup quarterfinals for the first time since 19 whenever, and also got us to a point where we we're on an even keel again after where we were, you know many times before he's been a manager with us for a long time and whatever you may think of him if it goes he's out of a job and he's got a family and he's got another place to look for and this is a person that has given us all some of our best experiences following town whether that's the 2015-2016 season or going and beating Southampton or you know any of the other parts that we've gone to to do in in the last few years can we just have a little bit of respect and look if this doesn't work out Instead of going, fuck you, get out of here, fuck off. Like, thank you very much. Time has just run out. You know, we're going to have to look somewhere else. Can we not at least be civil enough to do that? Yeah, I, I fully endorse that, Alex. I think what people need to maybe understand is he, whatever happens, he will go down in history as one of our better managers. Just maybe not at a level that some of them have been, but what he has achieved here under the circumstances he's achieved it and how long he's been here, some of the things he's done and some of the things he's achieved will go down. So, you know, if it is time to get rid of him, fine. But that doesn't change the fact I think he's been a great manager for this football club. I think the overriding the overriding thing from that is then that, like you say, we're, the, the, we're, we're writing it. We're starting to write a nice obituary, but we hope, but we, hope we don't need yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. But, 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 we, but we might not be far from it. Do you what we're like the BBC? We've got all the uh, we've got all the documentaries about the Queen in the in in the can ready to go. Black Hawk Down. Yeah, <laughs> London Bridge has fallen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We'll have our, we'll have our own. We'll have our own. Yeah, some, some something about yeah the dock towers. Dock, we, the dock towers toppled. 
What's that gift from, over to from Hugh the Edwards. office? Oh, it's happening. Pants it's back happening. On. <laughs> I, 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 I never thought, just to sort of lighten it up a little bit at the end, I never thought, we, I didn't think we'd sell out of Samsung. I didn't think we'd, I'm sorry, I didn't say that, but I haven't got a ticket for Stockport and, and I just assumed I'd be able to just wait, make sure that Maisie didn't have a game. She have got a game day. this weekend. And now we've now we've sold out, so I uh, uh, I might have to. But the trains the trains are a bit more expensive it's than Bruce, I thought. Bruce, this is Network North stuff. It's you know we're collect, we're fully connected now. Someone will sell you the ticket, Bruce. I dare say someone who, who's bought one will sell you one. I won't. Yeah, quite I you talking... I, 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 I've got one and I'm I'm keeping it. <laughs> I'm bu- I'm boxing anti lunches the night before. So okay, so I know so we've been we had a great day there last year, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, fantastic day, didn't we? If we could if we could have anything like that again, then. Then the kind of then we're in a good position. Um, our shape is lost. I repeat, our shape our shape is lost. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, it's so quite good, quite nice. But say for example, we are going to go down that road, and in whether it's on Monday, which I don't think is happening, or you know later down the line we do. I think it's only fair we go right. Okay, well these are the people that we would suggest. So I've I've asked you guys very quickly, may I add, for a couple of choices. So. I suggested maybe we look at a dream candidate. For me, that would be someone like Mike Williamson at Gateshead, but I'm sure he's got better opportunities on the table. Uh, They play some really great stuff and some very pretty football. Um, And also Camo Conte knows him quite well as well, which can only be a good thing. Um, I would then also, for a more realistic one, I don't think the Cowleys are necessarily out of our reach, and I think they'd bring it in. And then for uh, knows the club, I would say, uh, Tommy Widgington is doing very well at Aldershot. And then for the wild card, what about old fatty Woodman at Bromley? He oh no, done. no, that would be, that would be that would make the Brian Clough right. Sam, you are making no. faces like you do when you look at opinion polls at the moment because you're dragging the country down into the toilet. What are your suggestions so I can rip them apart? Edit, well, dream choice. Well, dream choice is like. Jurgen Klopp, isn't it? Yeah, if no, no. Going, it has to be yeah. in. It has to be in the realms of reality. I'm sorry, it's not. A, it's not a conservative party conference here. He's not asking for a wet dream. He's asking for your dream choice. So, yeah. so a dream choice, a realistic dream choice, and a realistic choice. Okay. Um. Well, the dream choice is Hurst turns it around, and we don't have to have this conversation. Is what I'd say to that one. Uh, the realistic choice, if we get rid of, if we got, if if we did, if we were kind of speaking uh, post mortem here, essentially. Is would be, I don't know who could you who could you go for? I'd go for I'd look around non-league and maybe the lower end of this league to see if somebody who is kind of up and coming fancies it. Traditionally, when you what appoint managers who are on on the way down, you struggle. They struggle. Loyal knows the club. Is that's the best I could come up with that one. He did very well at Cleveland and the while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got sacked by Cleethorpe, didn't say exactly. So I, I don't like those appointments because we've ended up kind of tarnishing Grovesy and Woody's legacy, haven't we, by making the manager? So I don't necessarily like that, that like that idea. And the wild card, wild card. Well, I don't know. I just he don't know. Like picked, he hasn't even picked anyone yet. He's gone with someone that got sacked by Clee, someone in one of the general directions of this league, and Jurgen Klopp. Everyone who's saying as well for me, yeah, go on. All I'd say is anyone who's saying me Cowleys, the Lincoln fans look like they had a lovely time. All I'm saying is that we can, if people think Hurst football is negative and boring, and we're going to 
Gary Carroll just forgets Sam, it. Just forgets it. I would it. quite. I'd quite happily like to win a league. Bruce, what's yours? I, I no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm along some, Sam's uh, thing. I, I really don't pay a lot of attention to any any other clubs, mate. If I'm honest, I I would have to leave that up to the the powers that be to decide because you've you've talked about two different types of. You know, like you say, you've talked about the the up and Sam's talked about the up and coming. Uh, you know, which we've we've, we've we, we're all old enough to remember us trying all sorts of different approaches, aren't we? And I, and I, I still think, without okay, this is gonna this is gonna put the cat amongst the pigeons. Without um, COVID, I think Holloway would have got us promoted the following season. I just think the club was on a roll. <laughs> it might have been tactically inept and 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 whatever, but I just no, think so. the Ian Holloway Holloway army would have just bounced all over the country and we'd have we'd have taken we'd have taken towns all over the place with us because i just think we were just the club felt like it was on a roll when we beat scunny that day um so we've tried all sorts we've tried the michael jolly the different approach um i mean obviously some of them were some of those were under the previous regime which it would appear you know for, now was a very difficult uh, place to succeed uh, our environment to succeed but it's a, if it were to happen, uh, and I don't like talking about it too much, we can we'll see where we are in a couple of weeks. But you know, this looks like a good opportunity for somebody to uh, succeed. The only thing I would say as well is, which we saw under the previous regime, can we afford to sack all the backroom staff? There's a lot of them now. Yeah, true. I don't that's... think he would though. I think we'd probably lose Doig, and that's it, wouldn't we? Can we also make another book? It's now is not a good time to be looking for a league team manager because Gillingham and Bradford are both trying to make, trying to appoint one as well. So the, the market point, is a the market is a little bit tight at the moment. Oh fuck them, uh, Mike! You're you're going to have to be our rescue here because I've gone with Andy Woodman, Sam's gone for Jurgen Klopp, and Bruce has gone for Holloway. So <laughs> so I I will I will agree with Mike Williamson would be my choice. Um, I would also throw. Pete Wilde into the mix. I think I think he's a very good manager, and I think he could do well outside of Barrow with us. I would also say, how about Ian Birchnell, who's now assistant manager somewhere in Belgium? Did well at Notts County, didn't he? Not so well at Forest Green until he played us. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's um, maybe that's a good shout for for an outside choice. Um, I think you'll end up going for somebody. Um, Somebody like Mike Williamson, who I probably don't know, they'll they'll look around for somebody that that is in and around a younger manager in and around um, the lower leagues that can that can build a team and play play a tour. I don't think they'll go on the manager merry-go-round like we have in the past. So I would, I think the Cowleys would get as get as playing football that wins, but I don't think you'd like it. I'd hate that. I I'll enjoy watching us win the league. I don't really, I don't really like having the conversation. Really, sort of like b- before the king is dead. Really, and... you're a member of the Conservative Party. You can't say stuff like that. That's all you ever do. I don't like I would, it though. I don't, li- don't like I it would, when they do it either. I would prefer I mean, uh, 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 a rejuvenated <laughs> Paul Hurst. That's who my choice yeah, would be. Paul Hurst doing the job. I, I said that my dream choice is Hurst turns it around, and I still think he can, and I still think he will. Maybe. Right, so these... Yeah. Uh, so here are some of the ones that people have come through. Uh, you've got a couple of minutes and we'll get off. Uh, Simon Hodson says, Jarman and North Dream Team. Uh, well, the Nunny ta- Tammer's just closed, so I'm not 100% sure that's going to work. How are we going to entice them back? Um, 
Richard says, dream is Warnock. Realistic is Williamson. I th- and then knows the club is Jack Lester. That's not a bad one. Um, there has been only one, and I'm disappointed in every one of you, who has not put the you know ideal candidate out. Um, and Ben Bristow is the only one that has said, bring back Buckley. Uh, and the rest of you, I think, are terrible for not even suggesting it. Um, so, What about Simon Weaver? Hmm. 12 years at Harrogate, he's done all right, hasn't he? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if Sam doesn't like the Cowleys, he won't like Sam Weaver, will he? Um, Jack Lester. Isn't his dad the owner at Harrogate? That's a non-starter, isn't it? Do you want that gobby one from Dorkin? He doesn't have the badges. No. <laughs> I want Hurst. Uh, right. I want Hurst. My God, that sounded so sad. We should, we should leave it on that. Bruce, I think we're done, unless you've got any AOB. No, thank you, mate. You're selling out. Oh. Th- thanks for having me. That's all right, always. Are you selling anything, Bruce? Anything need to go? How's the iPads gone? Any of the laptops uh, nothing left? I, no, nothing I can discuss on here. Oh, God. <laughs> G- given how uh, much you have discussed on here, that's worrying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mike, anything from you? No, I'm all right. I'm all right, mate. Brilliant. Sam, selling anything there? Any plots of land for a quid? No. I was looking forward to seeing you at Stockport, Bruce, but you've let me down on that one. Not getting your ticket. It's not It's not definite yet. There's a, there's a, it's an easy train with a few beers, isn't it? And the lads and Maisie can come along as well. She's old enough now to hit the pubs. So she's 12, so we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> Lazy's getting around it. <laughs> it. It was suggested About yesterday time in the bar. Did. It was suggested yesterday in the bar that, 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 that we just don't get off in we just don't get off in Stockport. We just go through another day in Manchester and don't worry about the game. Well, the only problem with Bruce <laughs> is the train stops at Manchester Airport. You'll all just be sat in the weather spoons. <laughs> now you have to change Please. trains now, mate. It goes goes through oh, to Liverpool Lime Street now. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, well, it, it, oh, it, yeah. It, 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 it don't go in and out of Piccadilly anymore. Oh, no, oh, I know nice. it. Liverpool is a better nice night out. That was a big yeah. thing. Anyway, that, that was that was, a, that was that was a suggestion, but yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there in numbers, and like I say, I'll I'll uh, I'll see what we can get sorted with the ticket. Yeah, well, for those of you who are going, look, enjoy it, and you know, you know, be kind. It could be the start of the turnaround. I I did have another name. We're on tenterhooks here. Go on then, Mike. Phil Parkinson at Olsingham. Everything has died. No, we can hear you now. Phil hey. Parkinson at Altrium. <laughs> Open wide for some soccer! And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be on a stand more than my life for an hour. They're going crazy. Yeah, they got fancy here, they've been fish flying about there. There's no tomorrow. What a magnificent piece of football! A really, really 